0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Reality Friends Podcast. Two friends who have never met reality but wanted to visit recently until the coronavirus threw a bone into our plans. It's Eric and Joseph of the Reality Friends Podcast. Joseph, how's it going?
1: Eric, it's a wrench in our plans. Come on, man. Are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure.
0: I'm pretty sure it's (laughs) bone, but agree to disagree, I guess. Joseph, how are you doing?
1: Uh, i'm doing good uh there's nothing going on in my life right now
0: okay cool yeah, yeah. so this is like any other week this is this sounds <laughs> right. like every other intro that we always do uh yeah. we should try to do more things with our lives do you think like that that's probably what we should do right you know when you talk what do about normal,
1: do, do normal people like do stuff all the time
0: I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just a getting older thing. I'm, I'm 29 and closing in on 30 real fast. And it just feels like life gets worse and worse with every <laughs> year that I'm on this planet.
1: Oh, no, Eric. Oh, man. No, well, at least okay.
0: That was mostly like a joke. Uh, right. I, I do think that life gets worse for a little bit. I mean, like, it's hard to compete with college after all. But... I'm a generally very happy dude. So like that's going from like really awesome to like slightly less awesome for me. Not to brag.
1: Wow, you're so great. Um, So (laughs) just
0: happy. Not great. Just happy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So instead of psychoanalyzing uh, you and me, maybe we should just hop into this episode, Eric.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, in fact, I wish we just did that, like, 60 seconds ago. Uh, let's let's start talking about it. This was a this was a fun one, man. After all of my critiques last week, where I was a real negative Nancy, I am excited to come in to talk about this one, because, like, it, it was everything we were asking for, dude. We got what we asked for.
1: Yes, it was a suspenseful elimination in the episode. There was some drama along the way. There was, some, there was some actual strategy, too, going on from multiple people, which was kind of surprising, too. So, yeah. Good episode. Yeah.
0: Amazing. Great episode. Usually, usually it's just the daily was great. Loved it. Loved the daily. Loved the elimination. Uh, usually, it's just Devin and maybe, like, Josh attempting some form of strategy. No, there's there's several people. Corey was really getting into it as he desperately tried to survive this time. And of course, the big headline, I think, is it is finally the end of the Amber storyline on this show. Who would have thought that Amber dominates basically every episode from the start to this midpoint?
1: Yeah, there's so much attention focused on her. And this, to me, was maybe her best episode of the season, just purely from like a confessional standpoint. We've kind of talked about it a little bit before, but Amber has really stepped it up in the confessionals.
0: She has. Was there anyone that stood out to you in this episode?
1: The one where she mentioned the thing about uh straddling Nani's girlfriend, that one was pretty good. That was
0: really funny. I liked it. Yeah. There was a way she delivered it too. It was yeah, it was good. It was good. Her
1: delivery's gotten a lot better on all fronts, I would say. And she comes off a lot more natural and kind of expressive. Uh and you know, it's nice to see her with some confidence.
0: Yeah, it is. It is uh, maybe maybe she'll earn an actual spot back instead of just an alternate spot next year.
1: How dare you, MTV! How dare yeah,
0: you! I'm still not over that. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you want to dive in from the beginning?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, uh, you know, Nelson is uh, sad that Berne is not here today. He says, uh, "Who am I going to cuddle with?"
0: Yeah, and I don't know. Probably no one. Uh, is That's there anyone? Definitely not on- Ashley. It's probably not Ashley at this point. That <laughs> ship might have sailed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, any any bets on who Nelson's gonna cuddle with next?
1: Um. I, ooh, I don't know. Maybe one of the rookies.
0: Yeah, who's like, who's a Emmy? rookie who could use some more screen time? Emmy. <laughs> Nelson um, and Emmy. I don't know. Do you think Nelson's into aliens?
1: <laughs> I think I don't I think Nelly T has has no no boundaries on what he, he will or won't do.
0: Yeah.
1: Moving Sorry, on.
0: What? <laughs> yeah, moving on. Um, Where's this conversation going?
1: <laughs> nowhere good. So we have a conversation between Corey, Tori, and Josh, and Tori pretty much asked Corey straight up if he knew that she was gonna get stolen and he said that he did know.
0: He did, yes. Yeah. Which I believe he would later clarify that he found out like at the elimination, like right before it happened basically. So if that's true, it's like, who cares? But as we will find out, it doesn't take much to let people pin a target on other people's backs.
1: Yes, Josh immediately uses this information against him and tells it to Kyle, Amanda, and Ashley. And Ashley already kind of figures out that, like, the boys want to send her in. And this, this kind of confused me, just this whole dynamic of Corey and Nelson trying to send in uh, Ashley in the first place because of Nelson's relationship with Ashley.
0: Yeah, so, well, that relationship deteriorated pretty quickly, though, right? Right, So I think, I mean, it kind of does make sense to me. But going back just a second, I'd just like to say, this made me impressed by Josh once again. It made me think, you know, maybe Josh kind of knows what he's doing in these games. Because the way that he was able to take that little tiny bit of information and go and use it against Corey pretty effectively, it seems. It seems like he's getting his way here and getting Corey thrown in. It seems like the mark of a veteran player to me
1: yeah you can tell he's uh been played big brother with paul before you know i think he's trying to take some of those aspects from uh players he's seen before and implement it but he's, he's doing a good job though and people are listening to him which is kind of wild
0: right you know the the goof troop of Devin and Josh uh, all trying to drag each other to the end. Who else can we throw in there? By the way, who do you think their ideal end game players are at this point?
1: I get honestly. Do you even mind going against Corey and Nelson at the end? Like they've never won before. Like I, I I, so like you want to take maybe one of the rookies, but they could also be good too. It's hard to tell, really.
0: That's a good point. I asked this kind of expecting that there would be a name, but nothing's jumping out at me. Maybe Kyle. Like he, I think he's pretty competent, too. He just finished second place in a final uh, against some good competitors. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if there's any obvious choice here, actually. They, they really should want to go to a final against each other. I think they like really need at least the other person uh, talking about Devin and Josh here in the final yeah. to have a fighting chance at all at getting some it, money
1: yeah and then i'll bring along like someone one of the rookies and just take my chances against one of them
0: maybe emmanuel maybe emmanuel because he might only be able to traverse during the nighttime the <laughs> the harsh light of the sun might negatively affect him as a vampire so that'd be a good candidate
1: yes yes that, that is a very good point also Strategy. also too you don't want to bring ed with you because then if there's a nighttime challenge and he turns into a werewolf then you know it's game over
0: yeah there's a joke there i'm sure so next up we have (laughs) josh (laughs)
1: sorry sorry
0: sorry that's so embarrassing (laughs) keep
1: going
0: so embarrassing when i make myself laugh josh ashley amanda kyle all talk am i missing someone that that seems to be a group uh right and then corey Gets his turn to talk after that, and he kind of just spells it out for us. At least in his mind, there's three crews, which I thought was pretty interesting. We get a like, concrete breakdown of the alliances, right? Which ready? I,
1: which I also uh, took a screenshot of.
0: Wow, I just wrote down the names like a like an idiot. Uh, okay, since <laughs> you did it the smart well, that way, that was a
1: goddamn waste of time.
0: <laughs> why don't you read them off?
1: okay so under the tyb category we have Corey nelson jeremiah priscilla bettina tory i thought it was interesting that he included tory in this group
0: interest wait okay say that one more time what is the acronym at the start of this group tyb the young
1: bucks come on eric
0: oh my god dude remember the whole premise of our podcast you know challenge things and i don't (laughs) help me out here The Young Bucks,
1: come on. I didn't watch
0: Vendettas or some season in there. uh, I don't know. uh, Final Reckoning? I forget. That's my excuse.
1: Whatever. Uh, We have the Big Brother crew, which is Josh, Casey, Nani, and Emmanuel. And then Devin's crew, as written by Corey. Devin, Kyle, CT, Ed. Uh, And then he he put Logan's name, but then he crossed it out. and, And then we have Emmy in that group as well. And then... Under the right. category unknown, we have Ashley, Amanda, and Amber.
0: Right. And I think from this episode, it seems pretty clear that Ashley and Amanda are not with TYB. They are, in fact, with actually Devin's crew or Big Brother, or kind of both. I feel like the line's a little bit blurry, and it might just be Devin, Devin's crew plus Big Brother versus TYB. Is that Fair to say.
1: I feel like that is fair to say after this episode. And, you know, we know that Devin also has ties with Josh and I guess by extension Casey now in that crew. So it's a little less black and white than Corey's making it out to be. Uh, though I did think that people on the subreddit were giving these guys too hard of a time. They were like, look at these idiots strategizing together. And I'm just like, at least they're trying. Like, come on. <laughs>
0: yeah what are they doing so wrong besides not have the numbers anyway
1: right you know they are they are plotting well and like they they're trying well, to figure out what they're plotting. They're plotting I mean they're not plotting bad necessarily. they're just like seeing where the numbers are and trying to get them on their side. I think what really hurt them was uh, Corey's performance during the daily honestly
0: Yeah yeah, we're gonna get to that but it on the one hand it seems like he put a real target on his back by the little stunt that he pulled passing the ball to jeremiah on the other hand kyle did the exact same thing in passing it a rookie and it doesn't seem like anyone gave a shit about that so i i feel I, like it's a little hypocritical to to say Corey was such an idiot for that
1: i also think he made a critical error at the beginning of the episode too with um telling tory that information
0: right Yeah, it's it seems like a minor thing. But as we keep saying, anything that can make you stand out from the crowd can be used against you in the court of the challenge. So you you don't want to stick out really in any way as usual. That's the life lesson that we continuously learn from these reality TV shows. Just blend in and conform above everything else
1: yes yeah assimilate um yeah <laughs> so so hey wait
0: wait quick question what do you think of yes, the uh, whole shtick with ed talking to his mirror the little that standalone great. that segment. was funny
1: that was funny oh, I'm i was
0: kind of surprised that. to be honest i was like i was left just kind of uh, speechless at the end of that
1: like i kind uh, of I saw was... it coming not the mirror necessarily i thought he was gonna be talking to like a wall or something like that sure. at the end of it 100 like, yeah but it was it was cute i was just wondering
0: if the juice was worth the squeeze with that 30 second speech of his uh but okay all right
1: <laughs> I, th- I thought it was fine, I thought it was okay. fine. all right all
0: yeah. right i agree yeah. to disagree <laughs> i thought it, was, it felt a little forced i was like ed you're not in the circle anymore like there there are other people you can talk to in this game you don't have <laughs> to talk to the walls
1: did he do that on the circle was that a joke he had on the circle
0: no, I don't think it was a joke. I'm just making that reference because in the circle, you, you don't have anyone to talk to, so you do talk to like the walls and the mirror all the time. Whereas here, it felt like he was autopiloting a little bit. It's like, Ed, you don't have to do that anymore. You're on a different, and I would say better
1: show. I mean, yeah, it's definitely a better show. Uh, so <laughs> we get to uh, The Daily, which was really cool, kind of classic style challenge. They all have to get in this mud pit and grab a ball. Then their partner goes and grabs a ball until there's only one ball, like a couple balls left for each team. And then uh, it goes round by round and, you know, last team standing wins type of thing.
0: Yeah, I like how you're calling them balls because i think that's what they are (laughs) yeah exactly so there's no way that i'm referring to these as bombs these were clearly all taken from the nearest middle school gymnasium they're balls okay they're like 25 cent balls that you find in gym class this might be the worst prop ever used in the challenge at least since like 2010 i would guess
1: yeah i i i uh I don't know what they're going for here. I I get that everything is spy themed, but it's like, I'm not like 10 years old. Like I know that these are not bombs.
0: It's like there's no effort was made at all to make them look like a bomb. They're literally soccer balls. At least put a wick
1: at the end of it or something. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So anything, come on guys.
0: (laughs) You, they put all their budget into the explosion that went off for no reason at the end of this challenge.
1: And to me, this was another challenge too that had too much like a uh, kind of choppy editing in it, while it was still a cool challenge.
0: Okay, well, let's talk about this challenge and let's let's like rate it or give me your thoughts on it because, well, I do agree that as usual, I'm like, I wish I kind of just got to see them play it out a little bit more. Yeah, this is everything I was asking for in a challenge. They're they're just all going at it. It's like a free for all. We get a couple of rounds. You survive until you're the last one remaining, and the making of this challenge, like the way it's made up allowed for some strategic decisions that created some intrigue as we will see shortly with people passing the ball to other people that kind of exposes who they're working with in the game so i loved it i'm curious if you felt similarly or not
1: no yeah i did like the challenge a lot um the my only gripes with it are like just the stupid editing things that they do on every challenge (laughs) but like the challenge itself was good
0: yeah yeah a little over edited as we keep saying uh, i just want to see some more of their actual athleticism like it's hard to tell who is actually good at this that's i like, guess the one thing right? like
1: during during the part where they all the guys initially come in to grab the balls like they're set off they literally do like a strobe effect where it like flashes to a black screen then it flashes back to the image and back and forth and it's like let me just see what is happening right now <laughs> instead of you just trying to do this uh, freaking iMovie level like editing like (laughs) or at least a combination like okay start with that
0: go for it give us like a cool soundtrack and whatever but then maybe show us a little bit about what's happening so i can kind of see who's like dominating physically and who's not because aside from the order that they finish in which really could come down to like anything you know like uh like who left who alone it's hard to say who's actually doing a good job in any of these eliminations as far as i can tell i have no clue
1: my, my gripe with it also is like they just did it at such like a pivotal moment like right when it starts it's just yeah. like all right God, um. yeah, we
0: suck dude we even when we even when we like a challenge <laughs> yeah. we just keep focusing on the negatives man this is everything that's yeah. wrong with uh us us fans these days okay and, good and, elimination and, good and job you know what and you know
1: what maybe just maybe just society in general um but anyway yeah um, we're just
0: a reflection of that we're holding a mirror up to society through our own garbage discussions here we're sorry uh it was a good challenge i take everything back no i don't take it back i i've i choose to switch gears and focus on the positives let's feed the positives joseph
1: let's let's focus on a positive here josh versus Corey. uh this very negative situation was positive for us Um, They're all (laughs) attacking Josh. Josh is complaining that they're choking him, stuff like that. And it's just like, Josh, you're on the freaking challenge, bro. Like, stop it. All right. You can't strategize every freaking daily. All right. Sometimes people are just going to want to win and they're not thinking about the alliances. That's what I thought about Josh's reaction.
0: Yeah. Another silly little fight. I think Josh maybe thought he was still on Big Brother for a second where you get things like james complaining about a harm that was inflicted on him when janelle you know maybe uh stepped on his pinky or something like that in season from what i
1: saw she whooped his ass
0: (laughs) there it is yeah
1: yeah
0: it's like i have dr will on this podcast with me wow yeah so yeah it's a silly fight it kind of turned into a, a, a heated altercation and corey was really going after josh kind of defending himself there what do you what do you think about Corey's involvement because his teammates were telling him to shut up but it sounds like you're more on team cory's side
1: i mean i'm not on cory's side sorry T-Y- y-
0: like, tyb tyb yeah, the tyb yes. side i mean Corey sorry. should
1: know better than to he should just let josh like do his thing and if he is going to confront josh don't do it in that way just like dissect his argument and make him look like the idiot he is but uh, and the thing is it's like, the real bad thing about the whole situation was Corey passing the ball to Jeremiah. That was really the part of it that I felt what, but like you said, Kyle did the same thing with Ed, but for some reason, a lot, I think because people were already saying Corey's trying to protect the rookies, Corey's trying to protect the rookies. Then he does that. It's like validation of what they already thought.
0: Right. Right. I don't know why no one said what about Kyle doing the exact same thing, but it does make sense in that context. And after this fight, I'm really thinking to myself, I feel like Josh has a superpower in this game, Joseph. I think that he has the magic ability to be a part of any fight and just have it only negatively affect the other person. This is exactly what happened in Big Brother. He could basically do and say anything, and, and it just didn't matter. He somehow got to the end and won the game. And in the challenge, same thing with Fessy. He gets in a fight with Fessy. Fessy gets removed from the game. <laughs> he gets in a fight with Corey. All eyes are on Corey, and everyone's like, that's just Josh. It's almost as if, like, that's the expectation. That's just the baseline for Josh, just to get in stupid fights and yell dumb shit. So no one even cares. It's it's kind of impressive.
1: No, yeah. He's, uh, he's really forced them all to... Uh, deal with his shenanigans and because like, he's not (laughs) hostages the most threatening player in the world. It's like, no one really, you know, takes him too seriously to where they want to target him themselves.
0: Right. It's Teflon, Josh. So Joseph, after Amber straddles Nani's girlfriend, ha, we get to a final round where we got Logan and Nani Ed and Ashley, and Nelson and Big T. And I actually thought this was a really interesting way that this daily played out, where they are all at kind of an impasse, these three guys that it comes down to, because it's a guy's round, the last round. And it's really hard for one person to score with two people trying to stop them. So it comes down to a little bit of deal-making.
1: I wonder if the producers anticipated this.
0: Almost certainly not. Right. I refuse to give them any credit yeah. unless it's really clear. Uh, No, maybe they did. Uh, This has probably happened before, to be honest. But sometimes I feel like these eliminate. uh, Sorry, these dailies, they, they just play out totally physically. And maybe someone finds a way to win and just overpowers the other people. But definitely not this time. This time, Logan negotiates a deal. And I'm a little confused actually, because it looked like Logan and Ed were kind of working together for a second. Maybe that was just a completely temporary thing. But what I'm confused about is did Logan, oh, I guess I actually just answered my question. Logan had a deal with both Nelson and Ed, right? Because he said in the meeting later that he was not putting either of them in because yeah, his words, of his word, right? Okay, so I answered my own question there. Uh, but Nelson clearly took the deal. <laughs> the confusing part for me was that he could have just like let go because ed was already working with logan here but instead he takes ed and body slams him to the ground that's one way to make it really clear what you're doing i guess so
1: i kind of liked it actually because it's like a more obvious way of doing it even though i don't think that's why nelson did it um but I I did yeah. like it from a strategic perspective for that reasoning. I think Nelson just did it because that's Nelson. But yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, you're not going to be able to have any doubt of if I took the deal or not. I'm taking this deal, and everybody who's watching this, everybody in the crew, is going to know it right now. By Ed,
1: yeah. So pretty savvy move here by <sighs> Logan. We that's also the explosion heard explosion going off.
0: That's we explosion. also
1: heard earlier that um. Logan was trying to target Nelson. Uh, he talked to Big T a little, a little bit about it. Um, so we're starting to see more of Logan's strategic side.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. This, okay, so is this after the party? Uh, I forget when that happens. Help me with the timeline. Okay, post-mission, What the, the thing that I have down in my notes is simply three words. Ashley freaks out. I'm hoping you can help clarify some of this for me because i was i was kind of confused that's really lost.
1: funny because right after what i wrote what, uh, i had nelson's dilemma and then right after i had, I had literally put ash freaking out um and, <laughs> and josh targets Corey. um so josh is t- telling ashley hey calm down i'm gonna talk to devon and, and uh Tori, and I'm going to try to figure something out. And Ashley's like, you're stupid, basically. <laughs> That's not going to work. And like all, and she's, she's not even hearing Josh out. Um, which is funny that Josh, Josh says literally exactly what happens, too. Which is let Devin and Tori eventually get on the same page as everyone else.
0: Okay, can you walk me through this? Okay, I totally get what's going on, of course. You know, being a, a podcaster or a savvy viewer. But, like... For anyone listening to this who maybe doesn't know exactly what's going on, hypothetically, uh, maybe just walk me, I mean, them through it.
1: Well, I think that they feel like Tory and Devin are the swing votes,
0: the kingmakers here.
1: Right. Um, mm. Which, as I said earlier, when Corey wrote down his list of alliances, he included Tory in his alliance. So it looks like Tori might have turned her back on Corey here.
0: Interesting. Interesting. And I have a follow up question. They were partners last season. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was. Wait. They were partners. You said in the final
1: or something? Tori and Corey, not in the final, but they were partners for a long time throughout the season.
0: Because a lot of people were partners with Corey last season, if I'm remembering correctly. So I'm actually not sure how important that is. That is true. Yeah. They could have been for one episode. For all I know, I can't remember. That was actually going to be what I was going to ask you, though, was do Corey and Tori have what's their history together? Uh, I can't really remember too well.
1: I think they're chill with each other, but I don't think they're like super close by any means. They were just last season for like the first three episodes, I think, the first four or something like that.
0: Oh, okay, Um, Gotcha. But yeah. Yeah, I'm just curious because I think everything you're saying makes sense. And this has helped me out a little bit. I kind of wish there was some more on the show about it because it really seems like, yeah, Corey was counting on Tori, but from what we've been seeing, not explicitly, but from what we've been seeing, she's been working more with Devin this game. And it really, I mean, obviously it looks like that's where where she went this uh, this episode with Devin, along with CT and Kyle and Josh and that whole side, right?
1: Right. Um... I guess too. I don't know if we talked about this part yet, but I guess we get that scene of Corey and Devin talking, and it's the one we saw in the preview of Devin letting him know that you know he wants the the champs to go uh, and wants the winner to be a vet, non winner.
0: Yeah, that was before the daily. But when you started talking about the daily, I was just like, I don't care. We can just yeah. skip this, but, but okay, but, all right. But it we'll does, back. but
1: it does kind of make you frame it in a right way because it, it looks like Corey also thought he had Devin uh, down with right. that too to vote Ashley if Ashley is a winner, which is what Devin said he wanted out.
0: Right, right. And then Devin proceeds to work with Ashley instead, so it seems like even if that does, even if that is true, that Devin does want a non-winner to win, which it might have been. That doesn't mean he wants the winners out right now. I think he'd rather have Corey out right now from the way this shook out. So I, okay, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just an idiot, but I kind of wish we got more of this explanation. I don't know. I feel like we got Corey's version of the alliances and it would have been nice to get a confessional from like Devin and Tori saying like, we're running this game right now. Corey and his team think we're working with them. We're, we're not. That's not happening.
1: I feel like we should have been getting these confessionals earlier in the season, too, and, and not just necessarily in this episode.
0: Yeah, but then how would we have had room for all the confessionals saying, oh, no, it looks like so-and-so is about to come back. I'm starting to get worried that they could win this elimination.
1: Oh, man. So you got to pick and choose, uh, Joseph. Yeah, these people are on autopilot. Um, So <laughs> we... We Maybe have Ash go up so to C T and Devin and them and, and Tori and they're talking. Devin says that Corey and Bettina are never gonna win a daily together, which okay, I guess they didn't win a daily together, but um but um not yet. Not yeah. And uh you know, so they're a good team to get rid of because they're never gonna have any power to do anything they want to anyway. Um and Ashley comes up. She tells Tori, hey, I don't mind running a final with you. Uh, and she just basically calls Corey out for trying to protect the rookies.
0: Right. So this is the buildup to the big confrontation of the episode, I think. It's Ashley versus Corey. It's going to come up in the deliberation. And on Ashley's side... Corey's teaming up with the rookies he's going against the veteran alliance even though veterans have to start going in it doesn't mean that they can't still work together to try to put in two rookies against a veteran and a rookie team right so okay there's an argument there Corey's argument you only sent $500 to Amanda in the form
1: of a gift card so that was, that was Nelson get her out that was Nelson he's <laughs> I just want to be clear I stand corrected
0: <laughs> that's what Nelson said sorry got as them confused
1: Cor- as Corey's lawyer
0: <laughs> thank you thank you for that correction I apologize uh, as a prosecuting attorney that's on me I should have been more prepared uh, but it is. it is kind of an interesting debate here um, in the deliberation which can we just get to the deliberation I feel like it's all coming to the deliberation right can yeah, we just yeah, talk go about f- it go ahead, yeah.
1: go
0: ahead okay they really go at it here Whose side are you on, Joseph? Are you team Ashley or are you team Corey slash Nelson?
1: Um, uh, I. Yeah, I would rather side. I would rather get rid of Ashley, and I don't think I don't I don't know if what Corey was doing was all that bad. I felt like it was one of those things where it's like overblown, because like I'm sure they're all they're they're like all trying to get Emmy and Ed on their side too. Like you know what I mean? It's like they're all just being hypocritical of each other. And yeah. they found they found the person they wanted to target in Corey, and you know he, they just have better arguers on their side, honestly.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. This is what I wanted to talk about this whole episode. Joseph, can you think of any other veteran player who maybe always finds rookies to work with and convinced to do his bidding on every single season of the challenge? Wes Bergman. Hey, ding, ding, ding. You got it. And like you said, this season, they made Emmy sign a contract in hot sauce. That's way (laughs) more explicit than getting a ball passed to you in a daily. But, of course, that's behind the scenes. And and they're playing a good game and everything by pinning this target. It really just goes to show how savvy these other players are, the Ashleys and the Devins and the CTs, because they're doing way more than Corey in getting – rookies to team up with them and yet somehow Corey's the one who's facing all the public backlash it's impressive
1: it's impressive you gotta feel you gotta feel bad for cory because like he's fighting I for did. His, his life and like and he just really stood no chance and like he didn't really do anything wrong and he actually didn't I don't think he did a bad job at arguing for himself. I think it's when Nelson joined in that it really just went to shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, just, but Ashley made some good points, too. She was like, he gets to the end by playing the middle. You know what I mean? This is his game, and he wants to play a clean game and just go with the numbers. And so <laughs>
0: What about he wants to play a clean game? It's scary. That is no place here.
1: <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's what I would have said. I would have been like, that's a good thing that I play a clean game, and yeah, I might make a lot of finals, but I haven't won. You've won. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. No, for sure. Uh, and yeah. to your point, you asked, or you said, uh, you're starting to feel bad for Corey here. I, I really was starting to feel bad for Corey. In fact, I wanted to mention it because, especially after deliberation, we can come back to it, but Kyle. And Corey go after each other. And Kyle just, it just feels like he's piling on and piling on here. And like you just said, it's like, what did Corey even do? That's so
1: bad. I, I got some stuff to say about Kyle uh, for that scene for sure. Um, all right, go, but, go for it. Go for it. Well, I, hear it. I, I, I did want to mention the one last thing. Once Nani, <laughs> this was funny to me. Once um Corey and Bettina get voted in, Nani goes to them like, hey guys, just so you know, this decision wasn't personal. It's all a game. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, man, this girl really is on autopilot. You didn't have a vote. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? This feels very personal on top of that. <laughs>
0: anyway, so... It's, it's like, all right, someone pull Nani aside before next episode and explain the rules of this game to her. She needs Put a, a little... quarter
1: in her like 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 yeah they just sh- they just shake her and she's like this will change everything this changes everything <laughs> like no nani like, she's casey, short-circuiting on your next date
0: with nani maybe get her up to speed will you take a yeah. little bit of time
1: oh yeah yeah really give casey to give her confessional advice great I- <laughs> great great idea eric okay so moving on we have wait wait this... wait wait wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I, had, I actually
0: wait that's that's funny i had one more thing i had one more thing <laughs> Go ahead. during this whole Argument: We get Corey and Ashley both saying that they've never betrayed anyone, besides when Ashley betrayed Hunter. Can we get a fact check on these claims?
1: Oh my god, I need to know this so bad. I like want to watch these old challenge seasons back to really pin these people down on some of the things (laughs) they say. And by the way, that is a huge betrayal. Like, I'm not saying whether or not Ashley did was right or wrong. Like, I think she was pretty justified, honestly. But, like, let's not mm. act like that's not, like, a huge, like, thing. <laughs> like, like, that is a lot of money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like saying, besides that one time when I shot and killed that guy, I have never harmed anybody. Like, I don't know why you guys right. are getting so bent Dude, out c- of shape c- about say, this.
1: Say what you will about why Ashley did it and if she was justified or whatever. I, like I said, I lean towards she is, but, like, it takes a special type of person to still follow through with that type of thing. I I don't know how I feel about
0: that. I've thought about what I would do in her place and the answer is obviously steal the money because there isn't someone that I personally know in this decision, so it's kind of impossible to make from your couch, I feel like. Mm. But it, it feels like that's a ton of money and she did have some pretty valid reasons to not really love Hunter too much, but that's the last thing I'm gonna say in the subject because that's the season I didn't watch. Uh, I couldn't get through it so
1: <laughs> I'm yeah, back in didn't. now I'm back in yeah, now but you, you, you didn't miss much so yeah, anyway that's what I hear. Um, Devin is saying I really don't like Ashley once they get have the uh, deliberation <laughs> and Kyle says, I don't believe a thing that comes out of her mouth and Corey calls him out and he's like, hey, well, obviously you do to a certain extent believe what's coming out of her mouth because you voted for me. Kyle says, I didn't vote for you, and Corey's like, all right, uh, yeah, I I don't, or I see right through your lies, basically.
0: (laughs) This felt like an instinct, like when a doctor taps your knee and your leg kicks out, if someone asks Kyle about where he voted, he just lies immediately without even thinking (laughs) about it. Right, yeah. (laughs) Which is, like, not a bad instinct to have in some cases, but... Okay, uh, they're on to you, Kyle. <laughs> this, this is right, work. but it's so
1: obvious. And and guess what? They I watched the after show, and Kyle did lie. He did vote for Corey. So Corey, yeah. was accurately calling him out. Didn't and, even
0: have to show to know that, by the way.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I just you know needed to make sure. But Corey, and then Kyle no, decides to, to call Corey a bitch, basically, or said that he's acting like a bitch or whatever. Which, to me, was a little. It's like, dude, you know, you know, Corey's not going to hit you like like realistically. Yeah. And it felt like like Kyle said something like, oh, what are you going to do about it? It's like, well, you you know, he's not going to do anything about it. You guys just saw somebody get kicked out for barely touching someone. So, yeah. like why are you why are you making this a thing?
0: Unless you're talking to a 25 year old CT, that is an empty threat on the challenge. And it always pisses me off when people say it because of exactly what you just said. And I, I it's gaslit isn't the right term for this, I don't think at all. But like there's gotta be a word for what they're doing to Corey, which is just really I think treat what he's doing so unfairly. It's like they know that what he's doing is nothing compared to what they're doing. And I know that like strategy wise, that's a good move, but like I don't see the need to like pile on and, and just uh just just smash him into the ground with these arguments over and over again. It's like, dude, you got him, he's voted in already. It's yeah. just I felt bad for Corey a little bit this episode.
1: Yeah, me too. Especially because he seemed to like... I guess the scene not so much with Josh, but I feel like the way he works with his partners and stuff like that, and the way he handled himself here too, I feel like generally he's he's improved since uh, getting kicked off the show for fighting. Yeah, and also,
0: imagine how frustrating it must be to be Corey and play a relatively clean game every time you go on the show and if people accuse you of being the dirty player and instead teaming up with Kyle and Ashley. That would <laughs> infuriate me. I'd be like, god damn it, you guys. What? It's, it's insane. It's insane. So I really get his frustration here.
1: Yeah, it's but, definitely very understandable.
0: But great play by the other two teams because now I think we have the answer to our question about how the veterans are going to reassemble alliance wise and it, it seems like 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 we mentioned at the beginning, it's Devin and Tori. That crew uh, are working together. Big brother team. They're working together, and all eyes are on Corey and the Rooks.
1: Yep, and if you're you're Tori and Devon, it's probably got to be a pretty good position to be in to be the swing vote.
0: Yeah, uh, they're looking good as as they have this whole season.
1: Yep. Okay. So...
0: One thing I wanted to say too. Uh, Corey and Bettina, we get a little segment where they talk about who they'd pick if they won the elimination, and Bettina suggests that Corey should pick Casey, and she goes, I'm going to pick CT for sure. I just wanted to bring this up to say that at this point when I was watching the episode, I went, okay, well, they're losing. They, they lose the elimination for sure. Otherwise, why would they show us the scene and kind of spoil any intrigue about who they're going to pick?
1: Oh that's interesting
0: yeah and interesting and wrong as we will find yeah, out yeah. soon i was very wrong about that but yeah. i feel like that made some sense and you could have uh, seen that, you could have seen this twist coming <laughs> right right exactly Honestly. they so. got me they got me i was i was fooled by this yeah. Yeah. but we got the lair coming up joseph take it away
1: yes so we have this challenge uh, well actually logan votes in uh and Logan and Nani vote in Jeremiah and Amber into <laughs> yeah, the elimination. Come on. Logan seems very obsessed with the idea of sending in uh, two lovers against each other. He mentions it several times.
0: Yeah, we didn't really give him credit earlier, but he had a fun moment when I think it was Amber who walked by him, or no, maybe it was Jeremiah, I'm not sure, as he was talking with Nani about how he wanted to vote the lovers in and make them fight for their life. <laughs> uh, which he said very threateningly. Uh, yeah. And yeah, he, he loves his plan. It's, like he's, derri- he's very poetic. He's
1: deriving pleasure out of this. Um, yeah. So yeah, they both go in. Nadi says, Amber's going to you know kick my ass last year, TJ. So uh, they're going in against Corey and Bettina in this really cool challenge, I thought, where they have to move along this uh, kind of oddly shaped beam and traverse uh, some puzzle pieces to the other side with their partner walking across the beam together and the first team to make it on the other side and complete their puzzle wins
0: yes that is right and joseph just like the daily i really like this elimination i thought it was cool what did you think i thought
1: i thought it was one of the better eliminations we've had in a, in a while honestly i thought it was yeah. very good yeah i thought it was it's- really good
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, new concepts, at least relatively new, right? Mm -hmm. I haven't seen it. I don't remember seeing this, maybe something similar. I don't know. And it did a few things that I really liked. One is that the teams had to work together. This wasn't like two people doing two different parts of it. This was a very clear teamwork plus physicality plus strategy components, which I really, really dig, right? It's uh, a lot more complex than, than just who's the best at this or like some of the eliminations, I feel like have all come down to one person's actions on the team basically. And this one, it was really up in the air and it came down to which team could figure out this and perform this specific weird task the best.
1: No, I agree and it required you to, to work together and and communicate Teamwork. and yeah, all that all that stuff we love. And it's, it's like Nelly said in the confessional, Eric, if you're not doing something, you have to adapt, all right?
0: You have to adapt or be voted out. <laughs> That's what I always say.
1: I love Nelly in these confessionals.
0: <laughs> he really gives it his all. You have to give him that.
1: He's he's a rock star in them. So <laughs> Nani and... Um, some other guy are, or I'm sorry, not Nani, Amber and some other guy, <laughs> um, Jeremiah are going across the beam and they're beating Corey and Bettina at first. They, Amber figures out this weird uh, cr- crab walk uh, across the thing and it seems like it's working, uh, but it is exerting a lot of effort from them. Well, Corey and Bettina just look pathetic.
0: Yeah, it looked so lopsided at first. This is another reason why this elimination worked so well, was because it Lobster played out in sided. a really fun way. <laughs> was, <Sorry>. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you cracked me up, man. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Amber appears to use this strategy of trying to burn as many calories as possible while crossing. <laughs> She's perhaps thinking, I want to get a good workout and win this elimination at the same time if possible and yeah. you know for whatever reason the way she crab walks across works for a little bit i have no idea why maybe someone with a better better understanding of the laws of physics could explain this to me but like for some reason i guess being low to the ground probably helps and a wide base yeah her,
1: her legs were stretched
0: but then on the other side Jeremiah is like upright and all the pressure's on his back seemingly uh, so yeah. it's like not like he's staying low to the ground either it's not like their combined
1: center of balances all that low can i say something about jeremiah yeah please um despite (laughs) the fact that he is american uh and he is on this season he might be the hardest person to understand in the confessionals (laughs) did you have a hard time i didn't i didn't get that at all i feel like i feel like he i feel like his accent's pretty thick
0: he definitely he definitely has got an accent for me for sure coming from yeah. the northeast but it's all relative so i don't know i yeah. didn't have any problem understanding what he was saying uh personally but you know that's just me yeah I,
1: i'm not saying he was hard to understand i'm just saying in comparison to some of the other people <laughs> who you would think would be harder to understand than him that he's hard to understand
0: yeah that's that's pretty fair that's pretty yeah. fair i guess yeah so, yeah uh jeremiah uh well let's let's start with him right because as we will see bettina and Corey they come back and win it and amber because of bettina by the way basically entirely because of bettina cory we, we not gotta give her, her credit piece. wait did she do something besides the puzzle entirely or is that what you're talking about she was about? the
1: one she was no well she was the one too who was like hey let's try oh yeah doing it close together right. instead of like doing it far apart and that's when they started getting the rhythm of it and going across the thing they also said that she was a dancer so that was kind of helping Corey with his movements and she yeah. was timing it and making like a one two step for him type of thing so oh I big props I didn't, I didn't to Bettina. yeah
0: That's cool. Yeah, no, uh, that makes sense. Because it looked like they were so in sync by the end of it. And that that had to help a lot. They were like taking the exact same steps at the exact same time, which I believe would be a factor in not falling off this beam. Right. I'm no expert. And I will say too, my instinct when I saw this was like, oh, you know what I would try is uh, like hang as far apart as possible. Which feels very dumb in retrospect, but I don't know why. My instincts were like, if you hang like far apart, then I don't know, like you know how when you walk across a balance beam, you stretch your arms out to have better balance. Like I kind of thought it would work like that, uh, but it seems like I would have been very, very wrong. Yeah. Did, did you have any thoughts on how I was you would thinking,
1: approach? I was thinking back to back, but oh. I wasn't. Sh- I wasn't sure if that would work with the way the the balance beam was angled. That was my only thing with that.
0: That's an interesting one.
1: Yeah, like if you like had your... Lock elbows. Right,
0: exactly. Oh, I kind of wish I saw someone try that. that. That's cool. That's a good idea. Uh, at least yeah. it's an idea. I don't know if it's good or not, but it sounds smart.
1: I, I, like, I would have to look at the beam again, because I think that they might be slanted downward, and I don't know how that would affect it. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only have experience on uh, triangle beams slanted upward, personally, so I also don't know how that would play out, but I guess we'll just have to wait till the next time they use this elimination, which hopefully yeah. is uh, soon-ish. Not too soon, but soon-ish.
1: Yeah, so we do get the comeback of the century, Corey and Bettina, a lot of... I mean, whatever. Uh, but A lot they of it ahead. thanks to Bettina. Good job, Bettina. Uh, Amber handled it very gracefully, as we could imagine. She yeah. is truly a queen.
0: This is her biggest strength, probably. She's so graceful. Whether you're throwing water at her or sending her down to elimination, like Nani did, she is... I don't know, she just seems so happy and cheerful this whole time. She... Uh, was was a very gracious loser Jeremiah too not to you know uh, Jeremiah as well I don't know Amber for some reason sticks out as being especially uh, able to handle these things with grace but Jeremiah was a great sport too and like I said at the beginning that's the end of the Amber saga this season which initially by the way I was a little disappointed I was like I kind of want to keep seeing how this plays out and of course she was my winner pick so super bummed about that but I'm kind of also happy that we get to focus on some new storylines
1: Yeah, it felt like also, too, like Amber was never really going to get any traction unless she just won out. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think they were talking on the after show about it. And Nani said that she really does think that if Amber was there from the beginning with that initial vet alliance, that it wouldn't have been as big of an issue. But it was her coming in late that kind of did her in, in her opinion.
0: That's crazy, because she was just one episode late, right? Didn't she come in? episode two (laughs) you might be right right yeah i think you are right (laughs) it's it can't be that long right that's that's crazy
1: yeah maybe well maybe like i the first maybe it's like the first week is really long or whatever i think i feel like i've heard that before but anyway i could
0: see that being a big issue in surviving like initially but given that she made it this far it's it's weird to prescribe Uh, I don't know if that's the right word so much of her issues to just starting late it's like surely she would have time to work her way into the fold at this point but maybe it's like her coming in late caused people to not know where she was at and, and maybe it snowballed from there I don't know
1: yeah so don't don't uh, be an
0: alternate next time amber that's my tip i don't
1: think i don't think she will be if the producers know what they're doing like (laughs) she 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 hooked up on this season she was better in the confessionals she was a threat people were coming after her like why wouldn't you want amber back
0: yeah I, i think uh probably preaching to the choir there I don't yeah. think there's much of a debate at this point. I think she's she's pretty solid this season and uh, created a lot of intrigue.
1: So and you know what? Same thing with Jeremiah. Like you know what I mean? Like well, like, like, uh, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it's so. yeah, it's a very funny. Yeah. Uh,
0: look, you know, I'm I'm not gonna speculate as to why we barely saw anything from Jeremiah. I don't know. Uh, maybe just didn't factor into any of the main storylines or whatever. Seems like a cool guy and all, but. I, I don't know if TJ's saying anything along the lines of, and we'll definitely see you back in the future. My man. I don't think, I don't think he got that.
1: No, definitely not. Um, and we will never see Jeremiah again. No. Uh, though no, it was, it was nice having him, I guess. Um, so, <laughs> so moving on, yeah. uh, Corey and Bettina have a big decision now.
0: <laughs> they sure do. Uh, they do. And it's, it's really exciting because now the game has finally been broken wide open. And we're done with all of the rookie bloodbath shenanigans that have been going on this whole time. So it's, it's pretty important. It's pretty interesting who CT, uh, sorry, not CT, who Corey and Bettina are going to pick. Side note, I said that because I was looking at my notes and I remembered that CT said... If Patina picks me, I'll make sure it's short lived. (laughs) Which is fine.
1: Is is he gonna kill her? What does that mean? (laughs) He's gonna gonna do
0: something. I don't know. Oh my god. So like surely this is not the time to change up the format, right, Joseph? Like this is when it's getting interesting. Go back to the group,
1: Eric. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Now now you change it up?
0: uh look i know i know that these things are supposed to be predetermined and there are game show rules about this kind of thing but come on man come on it might <laughs> still be good it might still be good who yeah. knows i am n- i'm actually interested in seeing where this is going but where was this four or five weeks ago dude <laughs> uh oh man
1: okay Gab- yeah yeah um, poor gabbo if, um, if only if only it happened when gabbo was still around that would have been cool that
0: would have been cool. I uh, would have, would not have minded Huey being around a little bit, I guess. Um, Joseph, now that we're done with this, what do you have to say about this format where they vote in one team and then pick individuals? Uh, let's, let's do a post-mortem on this format of the challenge.
1: I think that it's bad um, because you can it gives a lot of power to the majority alliance yeah uh, 'cause then yeah. the-'cause then the pairs don't really matter, then you can just like sort people out how you want them. I think it would have been better if they would have started off this season kind of normally, and then they would have introduced it. I think it would have been more interesting because then they wouldn't have had as much time to game it,
0: yeah, I mean that it could only have improved yeah. the results, of course, and look. I it's not like we sat here at the beginning of the season and we're like ah terrible decision the rookies are all gonna get killed this season and I mean it's been a while since an all veteran alliance even ran the show but right like so and I don't f- know if
1: it'll ever happen again so I don't necessarily think that this right. is like a horrible idea to have the partner switching I think it's fun. I think it's fun
0: I do think you're right though in that this format just gives more and more power to whoever the majority is in this game and for i don't know like the 37th time this season i'm just gonna say if you make the last place team go in in the daily that lends itself to the most power disruption i believe in a season it just gives people more chances to get the majority lines into the elimination more chances for them to lose and i i miss it man i miss that format joseph
1: it's very sad. Um do you have any more thoughts about uh this episode this week Eric?
0: Well, yeah, I'm just curious where you think they're going with this. Do you have any guesses or insight, I guess? And if if it's insight, then let's drop a spoiler warning, but if it's guesses, then just tell me what your guesses are for what the format is going to be now.
1: Um I guess so like I I guess this is just like a guess, but uh, I think it's going to be individual.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like a pretty good guess, right? That's definitely yeah. how it could go. I
1: feel like that's probably most people's guess of where it's going. Um, yep. I've heard some people like, uh, I guess like this is kind of preview stuff. So I don't know if, you know, if you guys don't want to hear okay. that, then tune out now. Um, to be
0: fair, normally I would say like it's it's in the preview, right? Like who cares? But... MTV does a really good job of spoiling their own show in the previews. So consider this your warning. But yeah. uh, if you don't care, then yeah. What do you see in the preview?
1: I feel like the preview looked a little bit like a purge type of challenge. So Why is that?
0: I, I didn't really catch it.
1: It, it looks to me similar to the first challenge they did at the beginning of the season. Um, okay except it looked individual it didn't look like they were doing it as teams so my theory is either it's individual like because like why would they do the same challenge again unless it was a purge like that oh, like you know what i mean you know what i mean like it looked maybe like I'm, the same challenge it looked very similar interesting okay yeah i
0: yeah i didn't catch that um it's a good question i don't know the answer to that yeah, is if it's an individual challenge, then that kind of answers our question. I was going to say, though, is there any chance that this turns into some kind of team format? Like, are we going to go in the opposite direction where?
1: Oh, whoa, like big teams.
0: Yeah. Like, look, th- that wouldn't be what I would place my money on. But is that even possible? Do we get some kind of team dynamic based on the results of that individual challenge, perhaps? Or maybe something's off about that. And then they do some kind of pick them which would probably not go well. But maybe maybe that would be interesting, actually, to see who, who players pick and who puts their cards on the table and who, who doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. You know what, Joseph? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so either. It's probably individual. It's probably I don't individual. think they go bigger.
1: I think they go smaller. You know what I mean?
0: Mm, okay. Well, look, yeah. I don't have any reason to think one thing uh, or another. Also, so I guess let's just find also, out
1: this is some speculation type of stuff based on you know like how many episodes there are and stuff like that so speculate away so you know once again if you're listening but this some some people have said that they feel like the amount of episodes left lends itself to like it being individual and then male female days alternating until the final
0: oh so like only one person getting eliminated an episode until the final right yeah uh that is one way it could shake out however i have another theory based on having watched the challenge before and that's that they have an elimination every other episode and (laughs) have a lot of filler in order to meet their quota of episodes per season (laughs) that's another way that i could see them going about it that's also very true and in fact if i were a betting man and i know the challenge and i would say I, I bet that's what they're gonna do i bet we're gonna get some <laughs> some some uh, eliminations dragged over two episodes i bet we're gonna see like uh you know three episodes span with with two people eliminated or some stuff like that to finish out the season but like i don't know man i'm maybe i'm just being pessimistic we'll see. as
1: as as per usual uh with both yeah. of us yeah um but this was a good episode and i am excited for the rest of the season this this episode had lots of juicy drama and i'm sure they'll like and also like i know like people like oh the war started Corey did get voted in and, and everything but ultimately the person who went home was somebody who's like pretty much been a target the whole season so
0: yeah yeah interesting that even in a very quiet episode for amber where a lot of the focus was on other veterans she still manages to get voted in, and this is the end of her of her ride here. So, yeah, uh, dude, tough tough season for Amber, man. If she won this, that would have been amazing. And I like look, I really thought she had a good chance because I made her my winner pick. A, not knowing she would take this much heat at all going into the season, but B, also thinking that she was a pretty big favorite in most eliminations just based on her athleticism. Uh, but didn't work out this episode, this elimination
1: yeah i think most 1v1 eliminations uh she is probably a lot better than most of the girls but you know you can't always count on the partners the aspect of it you know what i mean not saying jeremiah did bad but just working with other people in general is just hard right
0: right this was not really about individual strength too much at all so uh where as if this was hall brawl bettina would have said her goodbyes before she went down into the stadium <laughs> uh this one didn't really have a favorite going into it i don't think so no all right um well oh I'm wait we have we, we have to do one thing pick okay i think i was gonna say the same thing you are but go ahead no you go ahead okay uh we i got some very nice comments and so i wanted to uh throw this over to you actually joseph because i believe you're prepared for this and i think it's that time to do our weekly five star review readouts which Woo! you might be wondering hmm this is a weekly thing i must have missed it all those other weeks <laughs> no you haven't <laughs> you
1: just weren't listening i guess yeah <laughs> we
0: do- <laughs> yeah that's it that's it uh, we we uh we do it when we get them yeah. Uh, but Joseph take it away uh, I think I think we, we got a really cool comments uh, we wanted to shout out
1: yes I thought Eric was about to end the podcast before we did it so that's why I yeah, freaked out for premature
0: a premature, Joseph
1: yeah sorry um, so this is from Elizabeth919 uh, she posted about a week ago and said I don't normally leave reviews but I really love these guys and want everyone to know they are worth a listen they are super funny and I look forward to their analysis every week thanks for always keeping my ride to work interesting heart emoji so which one of your friends was that again (laughs) eric eric i think we've established that i am too ashamed of this podcast to tell most of my friends
0: (laughs) that's right that's right wow then by default this must be an actual comment well thanks a lot for saying that uh honestly that, that really made my day and i'm glad that you think we're funny and now i feel a lot of pressure to be funny all the time so thanks for that
1: if it makes you feel any better she was probably referring to me she probably <laughs> is not really expecting you to be all that funny all the time but um, yeah thanks again Elizabeth we uh, appreciate it and if you guys you know leave us a review you know and it's five stars maybe we'll read it in the future who knows and you
0: know. no I think we, we're saying that we will do that uh, we will, <laughs> oh, okay. if you give us a five star review we will read it right. in a segment that is bi-weekly actually <laughs> monthly perhaps maybe even quarterly Actually, if I had to guess, what our what our rate is, but either way, we'll
1: do it. And if you happen to give us a one star review, we might also read that too, but with a slightly different tone.
0: Yeah, in fact, let's let's promise that. Uh, this is a good incentive. Yeah, if you leave us a one star review, we'll also read that too. So it's up to you. But uh, we will roast
1: you. We will roast you. Just yeah, but we might
0: we might get roasted more than we roast them, though. That's the thing. So. Well yeah, we don't we have committing. Any, we're committing we don't have
1: it. any we don't have any info on them. <laughs> they have all the info on us, so
0: yeah, I think we're at a disadvantage. But either way, offer yeah. stance, okay? <laughs> Leave us a five star or one star review. We will read it on the podcast. If it's two to four, we'll read it Get out. but not no, on the we podcast. won't read it. We will
1: not read it. I'll read <laughs> it's it. two I'll three to four. It. We'll read it in our spare time, but we will not read on the podcast. Okay. Uh, <laughs> one or five. I'm just kidding. But thank I'm you not. for no, listening. Even if you are uh, if, you're, if even if you don't leave us a review, we still love you for listening and um, we'll be back next week at some point.
0: That's right. And at which point you, you don't know. it'll Woo! be a surprise in your feed. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah. I think we're done here. Congrats mm-hmm. on having two winner picks left to my one, but then again, mine's CT, so I'm still feeling pretty good. Yeah, Joseph, yeah. I will catch you next week, my man.
1: Bye.